Football Focus. Well, uh, cotton fanning in our Kimberley, well, it isn't too far away. Uh, the growers there, they will soon be making preparations, but one of the big challenges, of course, being in the Kimberley is, uh, well, the, the wet season and the heavy wet season rain, but one farmer says it's worthwhile planting around mid-February. His name is Fritz Bolton, and Fritz does join me this morning. Fritz, good morning there to you. Good morning, Troy. How are you? Not too bad, mate. Uh, so what do you reckon that cotton crops are best planted say now in in february um we've done or some smarter people and i've done some modeling on the cotton and it's became very evident that by planting in mid-february we get we have the uh, most radiation and and good temperatures for bowl filling cotton's a crop where where if we have overcast days a lot of fruit drops because there's just not enough carbohydrate or energy being produced all right. Now, you applied for the Nuffield Scholarship a few years ago here, Fritz. Can you let our listeners know what your topic was and what you've now discovered? Yeah, so my topic was to um, find solutions for timely operations during our heavy monsoon rains on a heavy black soil. And I was essentially looking for either biological or mechanical solutions. You know, either going to try and do some cover cropping or use some autonomous vehicles or yep. yeah, just find some conventional solutions like that. But in my travels, it, it became really evident that yeah, we'll still apply some of those findings, but really the key is to be able to collaborate. In other mm. words, if we have got a dry spot in the, in the irrigation valley, mm. that we all work together and, um, and go there and help each other to plant and, and fertilise and whatever else needs to be done. So really from your report, Fritz, it's all about collaboration being the key look um absolutely um, you know, we're a reasonably small farming area and we're last time i checked we're a little bit remote <laughs> so, um, just a little bit <laughs> so we've got a few things going for us but yeah. it, it was um yeah we have to work together but it became really evident i was actually on an amish farm in ontario canada a couple of years ago and that was sort of a light bulb moment when i saw how they how they did things together what was that light bulb moment there mate it was with them working as one? As one with yeah. very clear goals. Yep. And um, and I think they, they respected each other for who they were and they um, were able to manage their egos. And it was just something different that I'd not experienced to, <laughs> to that extent. And how are things going there uh, on your property, of course, uh, Oasis Farms? Mm. Yeah, look, um, we've just had a, a really good corn harvest. So okay. that's... Uh, that, that's pretty exciting. And look, we've been here for over 40 years yeah. and um, have seen some really good and really bad times and and have grown many, many different crops. Always looking for that base crop and, um, and that's changed a few times. Like we've, we've grown, I think I've grown 26 or 27 different crop types. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting and it's yep, addictive. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's also a, a really good way not to, not to make money and, and pick yeah, it's um, quite exhausting. Um, but there's a real buzz in the valley at the moment and in the community because we're we're just on the starting this new cotton cotton industry, which is which is about cotton corn and cattle. So it's really exciting that we've got a, a cotton gin that'll be um, that'll be built and operational by mid 25. Yep. And that's uh, yeah, that's a dream come true really to have something like that in the valley and hopefully yeah, I believe it'll be intergenerational change. It's yeah. really positive. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. How have the growers around the area taken to uh, your Nuffield piece, mate? Are, are they in accordance with you as well and wanting to work together? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yep. um, especially especially if I help them first. That's right. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and and look, I think um, um, yeah, that was obviously a bit tongue in cheek, but 
there's some pros and cons with working together like that and we have to be really selfless and really see the big picture and it would it can grow into so much more than than just collaborating on on growing cotton or planting cotton or yeah or the yeah. like so i haven't had anybody say it's a bad idea when it comes to implementing it yeah mm. there's been a few people that have rolled their eyes that's for sure i'm guessing nuffield was a big commitment for you over the past few years mate nuffield is incredible and in yeah. that it takes a lot yeah it takes a lot from you but it gives it all back big time yeah it's been an, an really inspirational time for me and and also I think that's rubbed off onto my family and um, in our little business here as well. I think it's been been a really, really inspiring yeah. journey. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm I'm um, I'm really looking forward to to continuing to be involved with Nuffield and that Nuffield family all over the world to continue to to learn and enjoy what Nuffield has to offer and and the incredible people that are involved with it. Yeah, absolutely. And so if somebody was to apply for a Nuffield scholarship, you'd highly recommend it, I would imagine, there, Fritz. Yeah, look, definitely. Um, It's really interesting when you're in a room full of Nuffield scholars, and Mm. and I really struggle to say the word scholar Mm. when it applies to me because I don't feel like that at all. But 99% of Nuffield scholars feel like they're imposters. So um, if anybody out there thinks they're not, not good enough to be to apply for Nuffield, well, that's not true for starters. Yep. And for me, even just applying and going through through the process of, of um, finding a, a project that I could do and then going through a couple of interviews to see... Um, with Nuffield yep. was a was a bit like a strategic plan for the for the for the farm yep. for the business. Yep. And if I had not if I've not even done anything more than just apply, I would have still been out in front. So I really would encourage people to sit down and um, see how they can find the time to do a, a Nuffield scholarship. And just by applying, they're going to help where they're at yeah, so absolutely. much already. It was really incredible. All right, you can read Fritz's report uh, up at the Nuffield website and the Nuffield Australia applications for 2025. The scholarships there, they'll uh, open in uh, in March of next year. So uh, what are you up to at the moment, mate? Uh, how's the weather in the Kimberley? The weather is very hot and humid yeah. and um, we're just prepping everything for the for the wet season, making sure the weed's under control and um, the fields are ridged up and machinery serviced and trying to um, trying to stay in air conditioning for as long as we possibly can <laughs> <laughs> yes don't blame you mate uh, that mm. way there in the Kimberley hey Fritz uh, congratulations on uh, your work with uh, Nuffield good luck too with uh, the corn good luck with uh, the cotton mate and we'll keep in touch and see how things go uh, for 2024 there Fritz yeah thanks for your time too Troy and uh, yeah look forward to catching up again soon good on you